It is another week of Green Bay 100 voting, this time at the center position. I'm Jay Sorgi. Go to WTMJ.com slash Green Bay 100 and make your pick for the all-time best center in the history of the Green Bay Packers. We'll unveil the all-time team come mid-December after we go through every position group. You're about to listen to a couple of conversations we had discussing the all-time best center in Packers history. You'll hear later from WTMJ's Steve Scafidi, a longtime Green Bay Packers fan, who can give his perspective from even watching back in the Lombardi years of who perhaps might top this roster. First, we go to the voice of the Green Bay Packers, Wayne Larrabee, and get his thoughts. We have one Hall of Famer out of potentially out of the two that we might select from at the center position. And then a few guys who definitely deserve consideration, one of whom you're rather close with. Yeah, uh, Larry McCarron played on uh, uh, you know Packers teams that were high-scoring offensive football teams in the 70s and 80s. Uh, they didn't win a lot, but um, they, they were very good offensive teams, and he was a big reason for it. Jim Ringo is the Hall of Famer you're talking about. I think he's number one. Um, then you've got you know you've got some other guys there that uh, are going to get some votes. Uh, you know Frankie uh, Bag of Donuts Winters played yes. with Brett Favre on uh, the what Super Bowl 31 championship team. Scott Wells was an excellent center for this football team uh, uh, for Green Bay and uh, I believe during the Sherman and early part of the Mike uh, McCarthy era um, Jeff Saturday will be a Hall of Fame center but for the Colts not the Packers he played one year in Green Bay Uh, Mike Flanagan another guy who played in the Brett Favre era and Ken Bowman Ken Bowman is uh, a guy who uh, didn't play a long time in Green Bay, but played very effectively, started the 1967 NFL championship game. He, along with Jerry Kramer uh, on the wedge block on Jethro Pugh, opened up uh, daylight for Bart Starr to fall in the end zone to, to make the uh, game-winning uh, touchdown in the ice bowl. Um, you know, Ken Bowman was a very good player as well. This guy is Steve Scafidi. I'm Jay Sorgi. This is Green Bay 100, our center discussion, the center of discussion over centers, I guess, if you will, as that is the category this week for our all-time team vote. Go to WTMJ.com slash Green Bay 100 and make your pick for the best center in Packers history. My guess is, Steve, there'll be two who'll make the 53-man roster when we unveil it in December. But for now, you get to make one pick, Who's your guy? And there's a list of 12 guys, and one is a Hall of Famer. Jim Ringo. And many people might be saying, who? Well, first of all, any Packers fan shouldn't say who. Jim Ringo, NFL Hall of Fame, Packers Hall of Fame, Philadelphia Eagles Hall of Fame. How many players have made two different teams Hall of Fames? Ten-time Pro Bowler, 60s All-Decade team, Lombardi guy. Fantastic center for the Green Bay Packers. I think a lot of people don't know the name Jim Ringo in comparison, even do you think to the other, other Ringo? Guys. Do you think other Ringo overshadows him, the Ringo star? Perhaps. And well, how I've ironic, always wondered, by the way. And how ironic that star would be Ringo's last name. Did the did the people who were promoters for the Beatles who wanted to change Richard Starkey's name see a Packers game and be like, mm, Ringo, snap to star? It was the same era. I, I still think that that's some sort of conspiracy theory that is worthy about that. But I don't think people think of Jim Ringo as often as they well, do. Well, they should. They should. Yeah, they should. But 
because when we watch the, the classic Lombardi films for, from that time, we see Ken Bowman, we see Bill Curry, mm -hmm. the guys who snapped the football the Bart Starr during that time, and we see a lot more of the triple championship years, 65, 66, 67, than we do of 61, the 61, 62, 62 championship yeah. teams, which Jim Ringo was part of. But what people even forget about this guy, back in the 50s, when the Green Bay Packers were a sorry operation, or the dregs of the National Football League, he was garnering all pro, all pro nods year after year after year on bad football teams. He was a tough, tough guy. He, he, he performed as, as good as you can at that position. Unfortunately, as you said, you don't get a lot of stats on being a center, yep. and you're overshadowed by, remember all the other great players they had in Green Bay at that time? That was the, the world he was playing in. And it's one of the few lines in the history of pro football where three starters made the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The entire middle and right side of that offensive line, especially in those early years. But there are other guys that I think you can make a somewhat legitimate case to make the 53-man roster, even if it's not your pick. Among these 12, Larry McCarron is the first one that jumps out to me. Love Larry. And, and not only because we're co-workers with him. Outstanding human being, but the name The Rock was absolutely appropriate for him. I always talk about Larry McCarron. He actually injured his finger, and it still looks like that. He gave yep. his, uh, up a finger for his NFL career. Longevity, always showed up. Didn't play in the greatest teams, but he was always there for his team. And, and just a great guy overall, and, and you have to love him as a broadcaster. Mm -hmm. I would say, per game, more grunts and groans than any other broadcaster in the NFL. <laughs> and a has blast. To be, has to be, and a fun guy. Too. A blast to listen to with, with that kind of human emotion. And he was the leader of that offensive line, 154 yeah, starts in his 12-year career. Other guys you can look at, the protector, for example, for Brett Favre, Frank Winters. He had a number of protectors who are candidates on our list. Frank Winters, I think, was the most noteworthy one. 141 starts for his career, which spanned 11 years in Green Bay. And the guy that Favre trusted off the field and on the field, maybe more than anybody else on that roster, part of the, the cohesiveness of that championship team. Yeah, you can't diminish his role and all the success Brett Favre had. He was right out in front of him. Uh, another great guy. On and off the field, number 52, outstanding Packers a player. Didn't get a lot of NFL recognition. He was just steady. He showed up every week. He played through injuries, which is something that a lot of centers do because they are right in the middle of that line. They're getting banged by big guys, especially in the later eras like Frankie Winters. He's got 350-pound guys going after him. Another guy who hit the triple-digit uh, uh, numbers. A guy named Scott Wells, who was Aaron Rodgers' protector the year that they won a Super Bowl, right. the, his second to last year, over an eight-year period. Again, steady. Not a guy, type of guy, not the kind of name you're going to remember all the time because he didn't get as many Pro Bowl nods. Made it once in his last year in Green Bay in 2011. But, again, the type of guy that he, he was just there and did the job, lunch pail kind of guy. There are guys with bigger resumes, I think, that you, that you could argue. Ken Bowman, for example, not just for what he did during the Triple Championship years, but the 1972 Central Division champion Packers that, that completely rewrote the NFC record books mm -hmm. for what teams could do with the running game. He was the anchor of that line for a team that for one year was pretty darn spectacular. And what I know about Ken Bowman, very intelligent guy on and off mm -hmm. the field. I think he went into a legal career afterwards as, as a judge in, yep. in some place. Um, and very smart on the field, good tactician, was steady. Another one of those guys that kind of disappears on, on, the, on the radar of great Packers centers, but there have been a lot of them. Still about Jim Ringo to me. By far. And he even outdoes a couple guys that I wanted to bring up. 
who were some of the best in the 30s and 40s of the curly Lambo years. George Svensson. Most of us, who's that guy? Named to the Pro Football Hall of Fame All-1930s team at center. Same thing with a guy named Charlie Brock, who earned the nod for the 1940s All-Pro team for an entire decade. So the best of the decade, some definite people to think about picking when it comes to this list. And the all-name team, by the way, Jug Earp. Francis Jug Earp. Six letters, Jug and Earp. E-A-R-P, actually, seven. Oh, but, you know what? The point is still the same. That's if amazing. there's an all-nickname team, he makes it. He has I, to be the winner. I don't think he makes this all-time <laughs> 53 bad roster. I don't roster, think so either. Even with the contributions that he made to Curly Lambeau's championship teams. Go to Green Bay 100, WTMJ.com slash Green Bay 100. We've already put in some of our votes, so you can vote all way all the way through Wednesday when we will take those votes, and then in December, we will let you know who wins at the center position and every position on the all-time 53-man Green Bay Packers roster. For this guy, Steve Scafidi, I'm Jay Sorge.